Welcome everybody to Feng Shui Mastery Show with your host Kathy Hargren. And this evening we've got a delightful guest, a very special guest indeed. Um, somebody who wants to share her story and her special experience on this program called Economic Feng Shui in Cyprus. And this special guest, her name is Paolo Sava. And Paolo was um, the head of customer services department in a very established banking system within Cyprus. She's worked in the banking system for 33 years. She's had two promotions and was manager of over eight people. And she's gone from cashier to manager in that time. And she has some amazing insights to share with us, basically about the energy of wealth and how she first experienced that working in the banking system and then after the banking crisis some years ago how that suddenly shifted and sit back and listen to this amazing interview now because she's going to share some of her insights and the after effects of this shall we say <coughs> financial tsunami in Cyprus. Mm -hmm. So let me welcome Paolo. Paolo, thank you very much for joining me this evening. Kathy Hagaden, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to uh, talk about the drama uh, which happened in our beautiful island of Cyprus. Uh, it was, uh, I, I believe that the business summit we went together, it was um, one, it was it was an opportunity or it meant to be so people will get to know more about what is the bailout, bail what is drawing about and what is the feeling of, um, of the austerity measures imposed okay. by the European community. Right. Well before we go into the um, crisis itself I thought we could just talk about how you were um, positioned in terms of the banking system prior to the, the crisis. So what was the energy around the business of banking that you experienced yourself? Could you talk a bit about that? Of course. I remember myself uh, in 1982 when I joined the financial institution and I was only an ambitious uh, young lady uh, with the uh, diploma in business studies which I, I was uh, having and um, Entering that bank was not a big bank, but a bank with uh, full of energy, of positive people, uh, good management, um, with um, with morals and a vision to become one of the biggest banks. Then to be to become the biggest banks, uh, based on honesty and um, and uh, good work and loyalty. Uh, I remember that people, you know, we were like a small fa family. People, they used to come to us or uh, we used to uh, attract more customers only because we were really good with them, just human with them. Uh, we could, um, the, the positiveness of people to come in the bank, say good morning, how are you, get the right service, there was a personal service for everybody. Right. No matter what the, the 
status of that person was. Either it was a person with uh, 100 deposit or persons with businessmen and millionaires and whatever. Yeah. There was a very good environment if yeah. you, uh, yes, that I'm, is what... I'm sure that with it being a, quite an international place, Cyprus, that it wasn't just local people you served, there seems, there seems to be an international jet set there as well, so what was the energy of that kind of custom? You know, people, as soon as they entered Cyprus and the banks, they were amazed, uh, not because we were attracting them in a faulty way or uh, just giving them the right service, a smile, people to concern, that we were concerning. We, we felt like if you were from abroad coming to me, uh, or not to me, to our colleagues, to our team, to everybody, they would... Um, welcome you as if you were known to them many years ago there was trust they would give you the right uh, advice they would give you the right feeling so you would be really really wish to be in the bank in the morning just to do your business um, that bring more and more excited people from abroad uh, because also because we had a good system a reliable system um, a system, a professional system. The uh, our uh, with the computer system, the internet, and everything was aligned with the morals and the vision of the company. Okay, so in terms of um, the, the the feeling, things seemed to be on the not just on the up, but they were they they were flowing, shall we say? There was a um, there was money coming into the banks and it was flowing out and it was coming in and it was flowing out. Um, how did that start to change? Did you see anything before the crisis so, occurred? Or You see, um, as soon as the, in 1982, when the banks were very small and the economy was smaller in Cyprus, we saw people... Uh, to be attracted more and more into our island for investment-wise and uh, for also for residentship. Okay, they mm. really like the, the, the uh, beautiful climate, the energetic climate, uh, the sun, you know, sun, sea, sand yeah. gives you uh, power. So that in um, also something which probably we haven't discussed before is that you know you could buy a very very nice piece of land at a very low cost so more people were coming from abroad from colder countries to buy something here because it was cheap to buy and cheap to live so that made more people come and come so prosperity was flying everywhere I mean everybody was happy everybody was the restaurants, the people in the bank, the um, uh, the simple uh, sailor salesmen, uh, everybody was was progressing, was better than yesterday. Yeah. You know, having hopes. Yeah. Um, the banks were trying to attract also the local people, so they would pass them through the vision that they could have the house of their dream. And they could have now a bigger house with a longer terms of uh, lending, mm -hmm. so they could just 
pay a little amount every year and have a nice house with a swimming pool probably. So basically could, life was very quite luxurious for a lot of people in Cyprus. Yes. Whether it was the yes. locals or the actual um, people from Foreigners. outside. Foreigners. Yeah. So, so when yes. did you realize before the crisis occurred, um, I've spoken to you previously and you were saying that, yes. you know, um, that the, the, there was something amiss, but you, you didn't realize it was going to manifest into this big crisis. Can you say something about that? Yes, of course. See, so uh, living in such an environment with uh, so much enthusiasm around us, um, with a good management, we had to face a very big management uh, change, uh, which that... From the moment the new management occurred, we saw things that obviously they were not visible. It was an invisible feeling, mm. okay, that something was going to change. And as far as myself, believing in, the, in this energy, I mean, I've sensed the person who took over when he was just there in front of all the managers of the financial system I was working with, and he stood up and he was so arrogant, you know, arrogant, mentioning that the previous president of the bank was wrong in this way, was wrong in that way, humiliating him. I didn't like the sense of other people that they were, uh, that that previous president gave them pride, gave them promotions, and now, in the presence of the new coming president, they were just clapping him, and like he was now the king, and the previous king was the worst king he, it mm. was. So, also, from the, the beginning, the culture change, the, for instance, that president, he came to the unions, and he gave money, and he gave uh, to help the union, to help the work people, and and then also he gave a, a position of the union people into the board of directors of the bank. It reminds me of the old story with the Troy, Troy that they put Helen of Troy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. They put a, a big horse outside as a present, <laughs> you know, yes. but inside the, the horse there were there were soldiers yes. attacking them, okay? Right. So um, after that, he be, they became to give bonuses to special workers that they were not to be announced. They were given by the managers who thought they were good. So instead of people working with Philodimo, you know what Philodimo, actually I saw it in the dictionary, the, the translation of Philodemo, it, it's, it's, it's oh, we, we've got just a little bit of a kick, we've just got a little bit of a hiccup there. It cannot be have a translation, it cannot be translated. Okay. Go on. So, um, I was talking about the people in Cyprus, that the majority of us, previously, we used to work not because of bonuses, <coughs> And incentives that had to do with money, and but we used to work with Philodimo. Philodimo is I want to do that to please you. I want mm. to do that because I feel like to do it. I want to do that because I feel good about it. I want to 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 assist my uh, co-worker. I want to assist 
the people, I want to assist. So we were creating a nice chain between us, us working together. Right. So to, um, to, would you say, if somebody was weak in something and I was better in something you else, support each other. I, we, yeah. we were supporting each other. And, yeah. and, and that was based on humanity, on yes. philodemo, so not on money. You, are you saying then, then, when they brought this whole concept of bonuses for the best workers, that it started to create some kind of friction or division amongst yes. the the staff Gr greedy yeah. and you see that the morale and ethics changed to the worst yeah that uh, some people were just wanting to get bonuses so they were hiding things or they wanted to be friendly with the with the managers to do that and that yeah. and that and by that they were crossing down they were double crossing their friends or they were trying to say I'm better from the other one but in order to do that they were saying or they were uh, having fantasy things about the other w workers. So that means that it was not a fair battle for everybody. Mm. Um, so from that thing, the whole energy of the bank changed. People like me were getting more and more disappointed by things they were seeing from their superiors. They were, um, we were we were suggesting to them that by asking people to buy bonds and bonds and bonds, where would that lead us? We were simple people, simple, uh, um, what do you say, uh, staff, okay? Yes. If you consider us with the heads and the director board. So we had the concerns that actually if they had them the way we had them, we wouldn't have the economic crisis in our bank and in our country. Mm -hmm. So, when so you basically say that, you're saying that there was a, an, unhealthy, um, an unhealthy play with people's minds as well as with people's expectations. An unhealthy play, yeah. expectations, the morale, the greediness, uh, the professionalism was not anymore... Um, in, in the way it had to be, uh, okay. they wanted only to manipulate the person, the people. So when and did you unfortunately, yes. When did they, you first see the signs? Then is this one of the signs before the crisis? Yes, yeah. it, it was one of the signs, and unfortunately, we were we could not see it so clearly. And I felt after going out of the bank. I felt that, yes, I became part of the system mm. without, without my consent, without even realizing it. So you were deluded, I, you said I something was, here. Yes, I was deluded by the system. I was deluded by my superiors. You know, the day, two days and one day before the bail-in, okay, and I will talk about the bail-in if people know, I, we were having sent by our directors the letter from the central bank uh, head which was guaranteeing the customers and us and everybody that for God's sake there will not be a bail-in. Mm -hmm. And that was two days before mm. when we were showing these letters to customers that they had money in an effort to maintain the deposits. Or to make them bring more money into the into the system. Right. So it's very deceptive. 
very deceptive. Yeah. And um, and if after that, finding out that the family of our president, Nikos Anastasiadis, uh, had transferred over two empty one million outside of Cyprus just two days before, which means that the government, they knew what they were doing, but they protected their families, their friends, their negotiators, their clients, and they did, and they forget to um, protect their residents, okay. their people, their citizens. You mentioned before um, that people were starting to take their money out in droves. What, what was precipitating that? Why were they choosing to do that before it, anything was announced? Look, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare because since uh, the first the first step it was that the the, the financial system was taken out uh, was taken over by the government. So if that was the case, that means the bank was a, had a problem. Okay, yeah. so people some people they they were they lost the um, uh, trust on the bank and they were starting getting annoyed because they couldn't get more money, they couldn't get, get uh, borrow money, you know, the, the lending procedure changed when we became under the government. And they started uh, refueling the bank by withdrawing millions of pounds, okay, in an effort. And we were there to say that there was nothing happening to the bank because they wouldn't give us any records. They wouldn't even, I won't, I won't name the uh, accountants and like Price Waterhouse, Coopers, whatever they were doing. I don't know. I don't want if 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 this is okay to be mentioned, but they were giving reports without stating specific factors that were not in. So we were deluded. Everybody was deluded. Yeah. I was also as a, an employee of the bank. I was uh, supporting my bank by buying shares, which mm. shares. After the bailing, they were gone. No shares for anybody. Right. Um, so you cannot imagine what is the feeling of of massive people coming every day. You lose you lose. It's like losing your family. Yeah. You're losing. Yeah, you're sensing that is is it was a not healthy environment it was not a healthy environment you could feel it you could sense it but you could not actually it was an invisible uh energy what do yes. you say yeah energetic you could field. say yeah yeah it started i saw some of my notes yesterday i was cleaning my desk of all these papers i had with the bank which it took me three since uh, i've left 7th of august in 2013 yeah I I opened my drawer and I was throwing out things and I saw a diary I had. And before, in 2012, I started writing this thing every day in the morning that I had to be, to bless the God, I have to, to be gratitude for the things I have because I know now that I had that bad feeling and that bad energy in my, in my mind, in my body before that happens. So do you and think I, that your sixth sense really knew that something was happening, but you couldn't, or you didn't really know what exactly that was? Yes, I really didn't know. And, and, and when I had the feeling of that general manager that stood up there and he was telling about the previous one, and I stood up, 
I forgot mm-hmm. to mention that before to you. I stood up. I was the only one that stood up. And I told him because I sensed it. And something made me uh, point out my hand and ask for to talk. And I said to him, uh, you are welcome, but it's no good. It's good to, uh, to mention the mistakes of somebody in order to not to be repeated again. But also the previous director, at least we had a good history. We were a small company. We became a big company with a loyalty, trustworthy, and with a value of our share at nine Cyprus pounds then, value, which was very, very good share to buy. Mm. So we were profitable, we were strength, strong, and um, trustworthy organization that people really would like to join us and work with us. And I uh, wished him to bring us more in a better, uh, you know, better way. And then in, after five years, I told him that. I told him, I hope in five years to feel the same security as a, secured as an employee and that our bank will be having better value and our share to be worthy, to be double worthy. And you know, I was mis- misunderstood by him that I was defending the previous director mm-hmm. and I was not considered loyal to him, you know? Okay. <laughs> you know. So, uh, so, but, so after that, I mean, what then was the fallout? What, how did it manifest? I mean, particularly amongst the people of Cyprus who, who's whose livelihoods were based around this particular financial institution, but also some of the people who'd come in from outside. How did that play out for people? You have quoted in the past, you've said to me, um, that the people, they live, but they are dead. Can you say a bit more about that? Yeah, yes. First of all, I will just say what happened and how I felt on on March 23rd, 2013. March 2013, 13th of March 2013, it was a Friday, we left the bank and at night we've heard at the, on, the, on the news that the European community enforced our presidents, that he was only a new president after one month presidential uh, position, to accept the bail-in and by that time, we didn't know exactly what that was the bailing. So, when when the banks are saying to you that they guarantee you an, um, uh, a fixed amount of money, I know now exactly what that means. That means that if your country goes bankrupt, or your bank goes bankrupt, even if you have um, millions of pounds, you you will be left only with that guaranteed amount, and and that's all. So, on Friday, the 13th of March, 2013, a person that had probably 7 million of pounds would have woke, woke up in the morning and he found out that he had only 100,000 pounds in the bank left. Wow. Oh, my. I had customers with, yes, more than a million of pounds in their pockets in their, as a deposit. I had people that they have immigrated, separate people that they have sacrificed their 
life abroad to do something before when they left in 1974 when we had the invasion by the Turks and now our island is half. They went, let's say, Australia, they went to England, they went everywhere in the world to f seek for hope, new home and work mm -hmm. so they can live their lives. And after so many years, let's say 40 years, 50, they came to the to the island of Cyprus, the paradise, the so-called paradise, the heaven, you know, because it was like heaven, really yeah. heaven, uh, to live here. They were so glad and they brought their children, their families, having those money to live for the rest of their life. And after that, they found out that they lost everything they worked for, for, for the second time or, or forever. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I had a person that really, they got sick, they got diabetic, they got cancer, and after that, we had to face, because the banks were closed for more than 20 days, because they didn't know how to do this in paper, how to go and find out the way to take this money out of the the people's money. So, I I, I thought that there was that the mafia in the world is not as bad as the government mafia, okay. you know, because they absorbed the 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 people's lives. Actually, it's not the people's money because money is the tool, is a vehicle for you to take you over. So they absorbed. They drained, you know, drained. They drained yeah. people's soul, soul, because uh, provident funds were lost. Mm -hmm. You know what is a provident fund? Somebody works many years for future. They, they, for the future, yes. they put money there. Their employees put money for them. So and they stole them. Really? They stole. They stole people's, people's lives. Money. They stole and, their spirit. They stole yes. their life. Yes, they yeah. stole their dreams. Yeah. Uh, um, I, they're killing you. They yeah. killed people. Mm. You know. What's they it like there you. now? What's it like? What's the what? What's happened as a result now? As a result, taking my example, Kathy, you know what does it mean to be a healthy person, a person that you are full of energy. You worked so hard, with so much trust and love and loyalty. And in one second, all your dreams, all your life goes down. You are there by the bank to finalize because we stayed in the bank for another six months. It was March. And then on the 7th of August, we are threatened that if we do not uh, give up our positions, mm. if we don't go out of the bank, we would lose, we would not get anything as a compensation and we would just uh, are facing to, to be out of work with not even having a year's uh, salaries to live for. Mm. Okay? Yeah. We had denied our provident funds because it was in the bail-in. They thought that we, we've lost the provident funds. So the Troika 
the Troika allowed our government what what heart they had a better heart than our government to give fifty percent of our provident funds and with the promise that the other twenty two point five percent we will get them at the age of sixty five on our pension. Okay? Yeah. As soon as we decide to leave our job, it was a decision we had to make within a day, within a week, leave it take it or leave it, okay? Mm. As soon as we left after one month, the Minister of Economics of Cyprus, he announced to us the, the same person that he promised that this will bound, he came and said, sorry, I cannot fulfill the 22.5% because we don't have any money and that it has, it would be a, a, a thing to be discussed when and if the Troika goes after two, three or four years, we don't know. Can you just say a little bit about the Troika for people uh, yes. listening to this who are not aware of the European establishment? Yes. Troika is um, an... Uh, is, what's a, it's the instrument of the European, European Commission, the Eurogroup, that enforces the austerity measures. The certain measures that they are okay. really people are, uh, you know, they are. Um, uh, there have been a lot of reactions and responses towards these austerity measures of the bailout plan. There are so many uh, responses and reactions against that, but nobody hears hears what the persons have to to say. So, uh, as me and my uh, colleagues, around eight hundred, we've left from this bank and from another institution, financial institutions, uh, another 700. So, 1,500 people, we've lost our jobs without have getting anything, mm -hmm. not even what we had to, what we have promised to be, to have. And, you know, a lot of people are suffering from uh, depression. Uh, they have really, we have two people that they have suicides, oh. suicides, and other people are having a lot of uh, diseases, cancer, I, which I assume this bad energy yeah. influences them in such a way so their body reacts with diseases and okay. mental uh, problems. Yeah, mental health problems. Mental health problems, yes. And, and what's the aura around the 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 island now? Is it has it improved, or I think you were saying that some people have lost the will to live, or they've lost the will to take back the power? Yes, you see. Uh, once you you are drained, once the, it, it, there is nothing worse to be uh, assassinated and be be life, yes. but dead. I mean, you're, you're dead finished. inside you. You're yeah. finished. Yeah. You know, because if you are people like me uh, at the age of forty eight or forty seven, when they have energy, they're out of of work, of business. And there are no jobs. There are no. There is. Um, there are no jobs to, to go to, to employ you. So there is an unemployment, a big, a high unemployment rate. So 
even young people like my three children are abroad. Mm. They cannot find work here in this in, in locally. So how some who is going to harm me when there are so many um, young people with diplomats sure. yeah. cannot find work. So uh, it's this killing, this death, this um, how to say brings more negativeness yes. into the area. I mean, if I go and meet with my ex-colleagues, after two, uh, one hour, after an hour, if I come back, I feel miserable. Mm. I feel myself the same feelings I had when I left. I'm, I'm feeling empty. There's, there's, a void. there's a void. Yes. Can you imagine working in early morning, wake up, get dressed, you go to work, to your environment, you sit next to your, to your desk, there is your computer, your emails, you're, 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 you're having so much networking with people, outside, inside, colleagues, So there's customers. an interaction, and lots of yes, interaction. Yes, lots of interaction. So your mind is working, sure. is progressing, is, is fantastic. And then, you're, you, you, you don't have these images in front of you, you are home, you wake up in the morning and you say, why should I wake up 7 o'clock? Is there any point to do that? Let's wake up 8 o'clock. Why don't make it 9 o'clock? <laughs> then by the time you wake up, you are in a house. And then the house you were feeling so nice to be, the house that you, when you were at work, you were so, uh, it was so lovely to go back and be home, sitting by your couch, becomes your prison. Right without realizing it, especially if you're not the, play, the, the kind of person that likes to be home, cooking, cleaning, yeah. and there's nothing wrong about cleaning and cooking, not to be misunderstood, is a very precious and very useful work and very um, important thing to have a nice, clean house, for, beautiful. But when is, you are left only with that, yes. you lose the sense of, of a home. Paolo, people listening to this, um, Paolo, um, do you think that they must be thinking, oh, well, this will never happen to us? How, how close is that now, do you think, that other people in other countries, whether it's England or Spain or Latvia or even America, do you think yes. this could, is possible to occur anywhere else in the world? Of course, and, you know, I, I remember that when we were okay and fantastic here and the economic crisis was happening to, to Greece, that uh, Greece uh, affected us because we had a lot of bonds exposure to them, okay, and when we decided about it, we were affected by that decision of the European group and the European group, they didn't come and say, because of our decision, this island had suffered because it's one of our members and we have to appreciate and assist them, but we were we became an experiment, you know, experiment. Sure. It was that we say, okay, let's try this and let's do it here because there is small community and who and who is going to listen to them? What is, they they cannot do anything. They're a minority. But if this was happening in Germany, this was yes. happening in in other country. Do you think that this would be like this? I mean, there would be a war. Yes. Really, a war. Mm. Uh, the, and um, the same thing can happen to everybody in every country. It, it will 
And I will see that if they don't take the right measures, they will happen in Italy, in France. And I wouldn't think that the French people will allow themselves to happen some, something like this. I don't think German, uh, the German people would allow the European country to do the same with them, to steal whatever they worked for, for their whole life, to be taken out within one minute because of people that they are millions. Because you know what happened? Million people, millionaires, that they are, uh, they are owning to the banks. They don't pay anything because they owe, and their money and their wealth is not in the country they serve. Is in Switzerland. They have everywhere else their deposits, so they're wealthy. They can do whatever everywhere else in the world, and they they put the country into such a mess by leaving loans who are paid by the uh, economies of the poor people right. of the poor people you understand yes, I yes. mean we had developers that they owe millions billions in the bank and they cannot pay so their debts are paid by the people's bail in money do you realize that no I didn't and and, and another thing to uh, to let people so they know they are trying now, and they imposed a new uh, legality about the people that they owe money, and this is under mortgage of their first residence. And now, again, there will be a drama, a bigger drama in Cyprus, because probably they got your money, but it, at least you had your house. Sure. Now, if you lose your roof under which you are, what it will happen to the majority of the people. And why they've chosen to, to do this to the people that they own the first house and they didn't do it to those investors that they have over one house and more. Mm. And why they didn't do it? Because there will be millionaires that will be affected. That's and that right. is no good. That's no good. No, the millionaires, the millionaires are the ones that they are actually... Um, uh, putting the presidents on, you know, it's the ones that they are giving the power to the presidents, and there is a relationship between the millions, the the, the powerful, the powerful people, with the governmental people, so that they earn more money. Okay, so this is something I've heard before from Max Kaiser: is that when there's a problem, the people's taxes pay for that problem, economically. Yes. And when in this crisis, the people who actually left the financial uh, mess didn't pay yes. for it anyway because their money wasn't in the country, it was somewhere else. So yes. once again, the people, the local people, the community, they're the people who've paid through their taxes for mopping up the mess. Before we finish, I just wanted to ask you, um, what two things would you say to anybody listening to this in a different country? What two things would you say to perhaps warn them about? I would warn them that if they have more money than what their bank is guaranteeing them, just yes. to move them into any other, into other banks, to split their money immediately, yes. <laughs> not with a date of difference, to try to have their, their, their deposits in more than one name, not only on their names, so they're split up in in persons that probably, if, if for instance, people that they have a joint account 
Okay, let's say Paula and Kathy, and they have 200,000 would have left in their bank. But if I had 200,000 only in my name, I would have been left only with 100. Do you understand that? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. And uh, thank God for one reason again, I don't know why, once I have been transferred from a manager of the bank to a head of, an, of the accounts, and I, I was uh, advising people constantly and repeatedly, especially people from abroad, that as soon as they come, to put their money together with their wife, with their children, just in case something would happen to them. I didn't know about the bail-in or the bail-out. I just did it without knowing what. And I have a lot of customers that they really appreciated me and appreciate me because I've done that for them and I insisted on doing this. On doing this. Okay? Yeah. So uh, the other thing is that I would say to people that they, we all have to work together to bring back to the world positive energy, good morals, and good morale is not thinking uh, you know what you are doing is right, it's knowing that what you are doing is right. Yeah. Okay, so... So the onus is on individuals to come together as a group and as a community, which is what's happening across the world now, is the people are actually joining forces and saying we know what's going on is not right and that we're not happy to sit down and accept that. Yes. Um, and it, it, finally, do you, do you think that this, this can, can and will be repeated, this, this, this situation again, somewhere else? History has taught us that when there is too much crime in the world, too much, um, uh, would you say, say it in, 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 in English, uh, cruelty in the world, people unite themselves for a better world mm. with a better vision. And yes, I do believe that now it started uh, things to come back. Pe people go back to actual human feelings. So if we make a chain, and I think if we we find other people with positiveness, positiveness, and we grow this chain of positive energy around to surround us. We can be so powerful, yeah. and we can exhaust. We can um, uh, fight against cruelty, against uh, these the bigger uh, corporations, the bigger actually, corporation, yeah. and 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 this will be by the massive, yeah. uh, simple people like us. Yeah, I think so, I would en endorse that people don't realise how powerful they are, that where they spend their money, they have the power to take away that spending power. If that company or corporation is not congruent with their philosophy in life, which is about not stealing from the, the, the common person or the person yes. who's working all their life, like what's happened in Cyprus. So for all these corporations who, um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Paolo, but um, there is yes. a European directive at the moment who is quite prepared to do free trade with America for selling foods that are actually not, um, they're not healthy and they're not um, being passed by the Food and Administration drug industry. They're not, they're not seen as safe here, but there is 
laws going on and being made unbeknownst to um, the common people in the European countries. So I'm just talking about that as an example of if people don't unite with their positive yes. chain, then we will all be singled off one by one. One by one. So, yes. but I, uh, is there anything else that you'd like to say before we, we complete this today? I, it's what we say that the karma, uh, like everything else in the world, like if you have uh, your, if you have a family and you don't really love your family, you love your um, your parents, you don't love that comes back to you. This is the same thing that now is happening. That if you if you make if you hurt somebody, mm. I believe that that will come back to you. So people that they really hurt. Yeah other people in their way they would pay for it yeah so positive people should gather together we must not lose hope we must all find ways to fight because there is nothing worse after a disaster to lose your passion for life and just let these people continue to do what they what they do that's definite a death that's yeah. a definite death well let's say that um, it may be a death, but from your interview today, I think there is a rebirth among some people who want to get up and fight. And I think that sentiment is certainly endorsed by an awful lot of international speakers now. Russell Brand, Max Kaiser, Gerald Salante, Michael Maloney, Alex Jones. The list is endless. And yes. we will have our voice. And thank you very much for sharing your voice today with me, Kathy Hargden, on the Feng Shui Mastery Show.com. Thank you. Kathy, thank you so much. You've been amazing. Thank, thank you. you.